get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. After being swept in a doubleheader by the Pirates yesterday, the Cardinals opened a three-game series with the Indians tonight at Bush Stadium, a long homestand for the Redbirds. And Michelle and Randy go to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and our buddy Mark Saxon from The Athletic joins us, one of our Cardinal insiders here on 101 ESPN. Big Saxy, always good to talk to you. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. How are you, uh, you guys? It's, uh, it's good to be with you again. We're doing well, Mark. So we're at the halfway point of this crazy season. And earlier in the week, Randy and I were talking about things that we know to be true about this Cardinals team. What do you know to be true about this Cardinals team? You know, I guess if we were looking on the positive side, this Cardinals team has tremendous pitching depth, I think, and really good defense to back that up. But, you know, the last few days have demonstrated, Michelle, I think, that when it doesn't play to its identity and it kicks the ball around a little bit, um, those two things have to go hand in hand because the other thing I think I know about this team and teams do change, but what, you know, the evidence has demonstrated for going on two years now is that it's a below average offense. And so if they don't excel at the other two phases, they have some problems and we've seen that happen really against some pretty bad teams the last few days. Meanwhile, the pitching has been really good. And as the Cardinals embark on this 38 games in 32 days stretch, I actually, and not many teams, if any other teams can say this, Mark, I I feel good about the Cardinals' ability to pitch through this. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing when you think what they've got coming up. I I talked to John Mosellock yesterday, and they're just really not concerned about all the starters they're going to need. They they think they're going to need eight eight starters to get through this stretch of crazy double headers and all the rest. Now it does help of course, that these are seven inning games. I mean, we've seen how just how tremendously different it is when, when you shave off those two innings, um, you really only need like four innings out of a starter. So with, with Johan Oviedo has done some nice things with Austin Gomber um, and Jake Woodford, they can get through it. And there's really maybe, with the exception, I don't know, of the Dodgers and some of these other really top-of-the-top-shelf teams, there's really very, very few teams in baseball. I agree with you 100% on that, Randy, who can say that. Could you envision a scenario in three weeks, and there's only four left in the season, but could Carlos Martinez be a guy who winds up starting a game and giving you two or three innings? Yeah, and then there's another name to throw in, throw in the mix. You know, they're about to get Ryan Helsley back from the DL, so they feel like the, the bullpen's pretty good with, with Alex Reyes generally pitching well and, and Henesis Cabrera does, doing some nice things in addition to Ganton and uh, Giovanni Gallego. So they feel okay with the bullpen, which allows them to grant Carlos Martinez this, this longstanding wish to return to the rotation. Now, it's going to take a couple weeks because he had COVID and he was sick. 
and his body, you know, needed time to recover. And then he has to throw these bullpen sessions and build up his stamina. But yeah, they're going to give him that opportunity. And I mean, you've been watching Carlos for a long time. There's maybe what 10 pitchers in baseball who can match his repertoire. Mm -hmm. So if he's that guy again, yeah, I mean, you know, I know this is kind of trite and people probably hate to hear it, but that's probably better than any pitcher they could pick up at the trade deadline. Well, speaking of the trade deadline, Mark, you have a great piece at The Athletic where you talked with John Mozalek about the difficulties that lie before him for a trade deadline like this. Do you think the Cardinals are going to be active? Yeah, uh, I would say, you know, it's funny. Sometimes you, you have a conversation or an interview and you – you're kind of thinking about your next question, so you're not necessarily kind of digesting what the person's saying. I went back and read that Q&A with, with Mo that I posted yesterday, and he's almost like, without saying it, he's saying we really probably are not going to do anything. And, and the explanation for that, and, and I don't want to get too much into the roster, but what happened is when they put 10 guys on the COVID IL, they needed replacements, right? And so they purchased the contracts of a bunch of young players who were not on the 40-man roster. Max Schrock, John Nagowski, Seth Elledge, all these guys. So now, with players getting healthy coming off the COVID IL, they need like five you know, 40-man roster spots. And every time you trade for a player, you need to put them on the 40-man roster. So accommodating five plus whatever you trade for, he, he made it sound like is pretty darn close to impossible. So I would say, you know, with the caveat that if a great opportunity fell in their lap, I guess it could change. But I would say I, I've never felt as strongly in a lot of years doing this that it's very unlikely they make, they make really any trade. Um, and if they do, it certainly would not be multiple players, I don't think. It does seem like they would be able to sneak enough guys through to be able to not lose anybody off the 40-man. Uh, Brebby is not on the six, on the 45-day yet, is he? I, I'm not sure if he is. He actually is, yeah. Okay. But yeah, you, you've got people like Chris, Matt. You've got people like Cruz. Uh, you've got, uh, I think Meisinger has already been set out, but uh, Rob Kaminsky is another guy. I think there are enough guys out there that you can – get them through waivers and get them back into your organization. But if you don't keep them, it's not a catastrophe. No, it's not the end of the world. But you think about a guy like Rob Kaminsky, you know, left-handed, you know, relievers who can get out don't grow on trees. And so it's a guy you'd like to keep. Um, There's some, John Nagowski has done some nice things and, you know, could be a, a useful bench bat at times. I just think that, you know, and the other part of it is in talking to Mo, they've been just so preoccupied trying to handle their roster. And I think the other thing is they, they like this team. And now one of the things that's really dragged down the offense is the, the outfield just hasn't produced. Right. And so, but there are signs with each individual player. And I know it's hard to keep hearing this, but Harrison Bader, Tyler O'Neill, there are signs that they're kind of figuring it out. And I think the tendency is to not want to overreact and go get that big bat and just shelve these guys because what they think, and maybe they're wrong, but what they think is that they're sort of in process of becoming pretty good players. And so tough to hear. I know if you're a Cardinals fan, frustrated with the offense, but I think that's where they are mentally. Mark, is there one player out of those outfield guys that you feel confident is figuring it out and will figure it out? Yeah, I would say Dylan Carlson, absolutely, because 
he, you could not have had worse conditions for kind of your major league debut in that first week where he hit, you know, three to five rockets right at outfielders, right? So, so now his numbers look ugly, but had he gotten a little better luck in that first week, they would look nowhere near as ugly. I see a guy who generally has really good at bats, knows what he's doing. Um, now, I'm not saying he's 21 years old. I'm not saying he won't at some point need to go back to the minor leagues. I mean, Mike Trout went back to the minor leagues. Now, granted, he was 19 at the time, but um, it's a hard game. And, and that could happen, but he just looks like a guy as I watch him who really knows what he's doing. And I, I just think there's tremendous upside there. I'd be very, very surprised if that guy's not a really good player. Finally, Mark Saxon, 38 games in 32 days for the Cardinals. This is unprecedented, but I really like these seven-inning doubleheaders. Yeah, aren't they fun? I mean, you know, it, it's tricked up. It's crazy. Like, you go into the extra innings and they add the, the runner and everything, but it's so necessary, Randy. I mean, two teams had outbreaks. They wouldn't be finishing their seasons if not for these seven-inning doubleheaders, and this is what we got. Enjoy it. It's fun. Um, you don't have to stress out as much if your team has a little lead because it's probably going to hold it. But um, it's just different, and it takes a while to digest. But I, I'm having fun watching them, too, and it doesn't eat up your entire day either. That's great. Hey, have a great weekend. Thank you, Mark. We do appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Take it easy. You too. That is Mark Saxon, our Cardinal Insider from The Athletic on 101 ESPN. Coming up, Scoops with Danny Mack, and Danny will join us before his show as we cross it over next on 101 ESPN.